Hey guys, welcome! Ah, if you hear some creaking, well, our house is falling apart. We have a major termite infestation. I've looked into some options of controlling this problem and seems like for the extent of the infestation we're experiencing, our best solution would be fumigation and tenting. And this may take a week and costs up to two and a half grand. I run a podcast about frogs and jelly butts. I don't have that kind of money. And I don't want to be homeless for a week. But all this fumigation and poison gas nonsense got me thinking. Can't I just save my house by farting? That sounds familiar. Uh, I'm not following. No, guys, like, I fart like hell while sleeping. And don't even keep the windows open. By the time I wake up, my room is basically fumigated. Plus, it's all natural. I don't think that's how it works. Your creativity is rapidly declining. Hey, say what you want, but apparently farts are a termite's worst nightmare. Because there's an insect that can kill termites with its own fart. Is this a bombardier beetle? No, that thing is much too popular for my taste. And it also sprays chemicals for self-defense. I'm talking about an insect that actively hunts termites to eat them. But first farts on them. A part of my ceiling just fell on me. Why don't you do the episode outside? No, I'm not going out in the sunlight. And anyway, there's a giant hole above me. Nothing to fall on me again. (sighs) And yes, we're doing bug farts. You knew it was coming. I think it is of extreme importance to educate you on what exactly a fart is. Well, a fart, scientifically named a flatus, is generally accepted as gas that is expelled out of the digestive tract through the anus. Most often it is a byproduct of digestion, but can also originate from swallowed air that gets trapped in the digestive tract. And there is a whole science dedicated to farts called flatology. There's even a book titled, Does It Fart? The Definitive Field Guide to Animal Flatulence. And yes, I did put it in my wish list. Now when looking up insect farts, you may come upon lots of articles that include the bombardier beetle or stink bugs, but what these bugs actually utilize are chemicals created in specific glands that are specifically for self-defense. These are not authentic farts, they're forgeries. But yes, insects actually do fart. There was a giant study conducted in 1994 that investigated whether farting was present in 93 tested insect species, and 45 of them produced farts. And it is possible the others did too, but as the research team was specifically looking for methane and hydrogen, which are more common in plant-eating animals, it is possible the other species created different types of gases. And you know what else is cool? We even have fossilized insect farts. Numerous insects that were preserved in amber That solidified tree sap, think of the mosquito from Jurassic Park Actually show a bubble coming out of their anus Their death fort was permanently preserved for all of us to see Though we still can't clone dinosaurs, at least we can know what prehistoric farts smelled like 
Well, since insect guts mostly release methane and hydrogen, their farts do not have any kind of odor. Now, if these were fossilized fish, our friends the ichthyologists would be all over this. And it just amazes me how vast of a topic animal farting is. So many published studies and books, and yet we're too lazy to figure out how the black swallower catches its prey. Ah, oh, let's quickly move on to the termite killer. For all we know, these termite killing fatal farts are produced by one species, Lomamaya latipennis, belonging to the incest. Oh, seems like my computer autocorrected the word insect into incest. Well, this species is from a group known as beaded lace wings, which have been described as unaccountably neglected. As very little is known about them, and the Latipennis species is the one usually researched as it can be found in California. The actual termite killers are their larvae, as the adults are plant eaters. Their eggs are laid onto old logs or tree stumps, which have been infested with termites. And once hatched, the larvae enter these colonies through the tiny crevices, seeking out termites, which are giant compared to these larvae. The larvae average to about 0.07 milligrams, while their termite prey is on average over 2.5 milligrams in mass. I should point out that these beaded lacewing larvae have three instar stages. The first and third stages are highly mobile and predatory, while the middle stage is not able to move or feed. And for some reason, they can walk among the termites freely without ever being bothered. So apart from their deadly farts, this species has also developed some kind of mechanism of not being identified as intruders, and as you will see, they are highly specialized termite killers. And now, onto the farts! When hunting, these larvae have been observed to direct their butt towards the termite's head, wiggle it a bit, and though the termite never shows repulsion towards this behavior, within one to three minutes the termite collapses and seems to be paralyzed. The larvae are then able to pierce it and suck up its body fluids. It has been observed that termites which are not used for food remain paralyzed over three hours, after which they die. The third stage larva can even knock out six termites within its vicinity with just a single fart. Just imagine humans developing this ability, how it would completely change the world of professional assassination. No more need for stealth specialists or expert marksmen, the most silent assassin would be the Joe Schmo with the most silent farts. Raspberry, are you nearing the target? No, Commander, I can't hold it in much longer. Raspberry, did not lose the payload. Do you hear me? I can't help it, Commander. Raspberry, target is approaching your left. Now's the time. Raspberry, respond. Payload has been dispensed, Commander. Complete silencing, ETA three minutes. Good job, soldier. Get out of there safely. We will meet at the rendezvous point. The research team which discovered this conducted tests where they put a barrier of filter paper between two termites. They put a beaded lacewing larva on one side, and once it attacked the available termite on its side, the same paralysis was displayed by the other isolated termite. This proved that whatever the cause of the paralysis and death is, it is airborne. They hypothesized this is some type of alimone, a chemical that often negatively influences the behavior of another species. Think of fungi creating antibiotics to kill bacteria. They're like pheromones, but affect another species often in a negative way. This alimone of the beaded lacewing may have originated as a defensive strategy, but eventually, as the species started adapting to life around termite nests, it may have developed into an aggressive predatory adaptation. And honestly, I don't know if this is a true fart. 
The research paper does not specify if this alimone came out of the bug's anus, or if it is just another forgery fart produced by some kind of glands. Nevertheless, I need it. I know, I already said I'm not a fan of anthropocentric biology, but to hell with my integrity. My house is falling apart. So where do I get these things? How do we utilize them for pest control? Well... There have been no follow-up studies on this thing, and the original study was published in 1981. Damn! Scientists do not even know the chemical composition of this alimone. And even if they did, it appears to work only on a very specific termite species, Reticulitermis hasperus. As the team tested the alimone on other termite species as well as other insects that live in the same termite colonies, and none of them were affected by it. It is such a wonderful, specialized adaptation, but of no use to us humans. Wow, that was very short, for something in the episode title. But really, there were no follow-up studies, and the original one is basically one page long. They do note a similar strategy was discovered in a mite species. And though mites are not insects, they're arachnids. I looked into this one as well. The mite species Wormersia strentmani, which appears to live on the skin of birds, also appears to have a larval stage, a nymph, that paralyzes its prey with farts. The prey in question are calambolans, also not insects, even though they have six legs. But as it is with taxonomy, DNA sequencing seems to ruin it all for us. Anyway, the mite nymph seems to release some kind of alimone through its ass that actually attracts its prey. The prey will actively approach and caress the mite's ass. Then slowly kiss the ass. And after applying its mouth, it probably regrets doing that because it rapidly runs away in a zigzag course and is stopped in its tracks by paralysis. The mite nymph does not immediately go to feed on the paralyzed bug, but rather slowly scuttles around, receiving ass kisses from more of its prey, paralyzing them, and then just feeds off the most closest one. But compared to the beetle lacewing, this mite's alimone does not kill its prey, only paralyzes it for a while. And if the paralyzed bug is not fed upon, the paralysis eventually wears off, and it can resume its normal miserable ass kissing life. The research team even notes this does not constitute fatal flatulence. Yes, they use that exact term in the study. And you know what? Most of these examples do not even constitute flatulence, as we do not know if the alimone is released through the anus or through a gland. So deadly farts may not even exist. Well, let's find out who is the fartiest insect of them all. And it is... Termites. I honestly went into this topic unprepared and while researching came back full circle back to termites. Most sources state that the combined weight of all the world's termites is 10 times larger than the weight of all humans. And since they have a diet extremely rich in fiber, cause they eat wood, they collectively produce over 20 million tons of methane each year and can allegedly significantly contribute to climate change because termites account for 3% of global methane emissions. Some sources even state numbers as high as 5 to 19%. Well, which one is it? This topic is so politicized and everyone has their own numbers. I'm not going into it. I'm not letting myself be canceled over termite farts. But just so you know, if you decide to research this yourselves, termite mounds actually recycle most of the methane they produce because they are home to methane-eating bacteria, which eat up most of it before it even reaches the outside of the colony. And I never realized this before the episode, but termites are so fascinating. I've plunged myself into a rabbit hole of termite research, their social dynamics, their engineering, their agriculture. Yes, some species actually grow fungus. 
Their whole colonies function like super organisms, a network of collective consciousness. And you can look at any individual termite like a single cell of a larger organism that functions as a unified system. They don't really need a mind of their own because the whole colony functions like a collective being. And some species have very bizarre defensive strategies. They're able to explode and kill attacking insects using their bodies as a bomb. Some species can even shoot their poop onto invaders, like some tiny shitty catapults. I'd really love to get back to termites in a future episode, but for this one, hey, since we're talking about bug farts, let me share a few things about termite digestion. I should point out that a colony is comprised of different castes, workers, soldiers, reproductives, which are the king and queen, and obviously the eggs and larvae. The ones who are actually able to digest wood and convert it into available food are the workers, and they cannot even digest wood directly, but depend on over 200 species of microorganisms in their hindguts which break up the wood cellulose into sugars, which the termites can then use for foods. The termites and these microorganisms cannot exist without each other, so they form a constant symbiotic relationship. But the thing is, baby termites, the larvae, do not hatch with these symbionts already inside of them, so the workers feed them their own poop, because this is the only way the termite babies can inherit these microorganisms. And this form of feeding is called trophallaxis which can either be mouth-to-mouth -mouth or anus-to-mouth. And this is the way these workers feed all other members of the colony, by using their bodies to harness microorganisms, which dissolve cellulose into sugar, which the workers excrete with their poop or regurgitate through their mouth, and use this to feed the whole colony. This is amazing. Guys, why is the house closing in on me? I do not understand your question. No, I'm... I'm feeling lightheaded. Ugh. Your program will return after this brief commercial break. fans ever feel like you are stuck in an endless loop of stress and concerns or anxious for no particular reason or even worried whether your crush will be impressed on the first date the house of the atmospheric cilantrata has a solution for you well the average human uses only 10% of their brain hey actually that's a misconception this clip has been redacted according to Khan the cilantroatan office of neurology New studies show that the average human uses only 10% of their brain. Most of the brain is wasteful and fatigues the body. Well, I have been feeling a bit tired lately. Donate a portion of your mind today and we will relieve you of all these burdens. And if you sign up within the next 24 hours, we will provide you our recently published historical scrapbook of pamphlets. As a free gift. Wow, just how many pamphlets are in here? Four. You heard it, guys. What a bargain. So reach out to your nearest hack recruiter and remember, May eternal be thy squishy. And now back to your scheduled program. 
guys, welcome back. Or should I be the one welcomed back? <laughs> oh, we are filming this a few days after my last recording, and I should probably explain the situation. Apparently, all that creaking in my house was actually built up termite flatulence. <laughs> That hole above my head, you know where the ceiling collapsed. It exposed the nests, they hollowed out in my walls, and there was a giant methane buildup in my room that caused me to pass out. <gasps> I refused to gas them, so they gassed me instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people, if you are experiencing a termite problem, take immediate action. Don't fall victim to termite farts. Especially if you're a smoker or have a lot of electronics, just a little spark could lead to an EXPLOSIVE OUTCOME. <gasps> Thankfully, Squishy and his crew were able to rescue me. How did you know? We monitor the brainwaves of our members 24-7. We are a community that looks out for each other. And to top that off, the House of the Atmospheric Cilantroata have volunteered to cover all my pest control expenses and even renovate my home. It is the least we could do. They even allowed me to stay here at their headquarters until my home is rebuilt and allowed me to film this follow-up and finish the episode in their very own studio in front of a live audience. We have decided to officially sponsor this episode and help the show get back on track. All they asked for in return was to film that commercial with me. Only two minutes of my runtime. It was a lot of fun. Yes, Darwin, and we try to keep our commercials informative, too. You were telling me backstage how important a centralized community is, and your generosity here really solidified that idea. Yes, most people are not aware of the benefits of being part of our centralized community. Can you explain this a bit more for our listeners? A centralized nervous system can only get you so far in life, and you are on your own. It is a closed system. With us, you are part of a centralized collective network and will never be alone. We always know what you feel and provide what you need. squishy you are my friend and i'm looking forward to many more collaborations and so are all my listeners we're wrapping this up guys have a wonderful evening Darwin's Deviations is sponsored by House of the Atmospheric Cilantrolata. Have worries and concerns? Have a brain? We can eliminate them for you. Seek out your local hack recruiter today. Approved by the Cilantrolata Office of Neurology.
Oh, excuse me. But what else were you expecting? 